It's December 15th, and on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast, we celebrate the reappointment of Arkansas Ag Secretary Wes Ward. We'll also cover the losses of, for row crop farmers in 2022, plus recap some encouraging data for rural communities. All this and more coming at you right now. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Brian Pistone and Jason Brown. <laughs> I, I love how it still makes you laugh. I know. Every time, it's like I'm hearing <laughs> it for the first time. Uh, <laughs> it actually makes me think of like... Somebody was upset at you, and you just happened to record it. Like, yeah. Brian Pistole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I kept trying to find a different voice to read, and it just wasn't. Yeah. It, that happened like five minutes before that day we did it, so. <laughs> well. <laughs> it kind of sounds like. I like that we're keeping but, it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I mean, it is fun, and it gives us a good laugh to start the show. That's right. Um, is there any license-free holiday Christmas music that we could could we re-record the intro? Is that sort of kind I mean, of uh, you I'm know not against it? Well, so. look here's the here's the deal. We have some incredibly festive people we in do. the public relations department at Farm Bureau. We do indeed. Did you know that? We do indeed for <laughs> sure. So uh, our hallway. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Farm Bureau, or if you have never been to our offices, um, I guess we're unofficially the creative corridor. Yes. Uh, back in the PR department. And I'm telling you, I was telling my wife about this that this this morning. It is creative, buddy. <laughs> it is creative. Everyone has wrapped their doors to their yes. offices um, with festive wrapping paper of mm-hmm. their choosing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have snowflakes, not three or four snowflakes, like 100 snowflakes hanging from the ceiling. That's right. Um, let me see what else there's, oh, there was a new addition yesterday that yes. popped up, <clears throat> uh, uh, an inflatable of, uh, one and only Clark Griswold. <laughs> I, I think that's my favorite yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. That was you new. Know, Six feet tall, <laughs> like life size. And it's right there front and center. It catches everybody off guard. First thing you see. <laughs> and, uh, and then there's a speaker. Out in the hallway, uh, which is pumping out holiday tunes. That's right. Uh, at all times. The only thing we're missing is the uh, the hot chocolate stuff. A little station right outside. Well, don't give anybody any ideas. I mean, by the time we get back upstairs, we already had the cookies. They were gone. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, it is. But, it's pretty festive back there. Now the the entire Farm Bureau Center looks incredible. It does. Um, there's probably three or four trees. Uh, on the third floor, yeah, the wreaths and things like this as you come come on the on the campus um, look great. I mean, the the place is just really festive and 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 looks looks fantastic. Yes, for sure. And they they always decorate um, quite a bit during yeah. the holidays. It's uh, I think it's turned out really nice. Well, I love it. You so. come in the, the the first Monday after Thanksgiving, man, and it's that, Christmas had a party. I, you're not gonna miss. The holidays around here, that's for sure. No, that's the truth. Well, it's 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 got me in the spirit, you know. Yeah. It's really it's really fun to see uh 
every day. And, and I think, uh, we've heard several comments and compliments from folks in other, other departments, other areas of the building. So if you haven't seen it, come on down, you're welcome to, welcome to stop by and, and come see us. Um, let me see what else, uh, oh, today. So we've done this a few times unofficially, um, but I think today will mark the first official change for mm-hmm. the podcast. We, now we did preview a few of the changes last week, and, right. and certainly we'll we'll keep talking about those and, and taking on some changes. But um, the first one uh, is that today, as of today, we'll we'll be pre-recording um, the podcast, so it'll still come out at two p.m. on video, yes. Facebook and YouTube. And then you'll still see the audio pop up uh, 5 a.m. if not a little bit sooner on Friday mornings. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna pre-record, and the reason is we're gonna make some pretty good and strong visual improvements. We've rec- we have recruited Matthew Magnafrau to come along and join us. And if you know Matthew, you know what he's bringing—the <laughs> heat. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna make us look better. I'm not sure he was happy with you announcing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, no. <laughs> I was about to say I've asked him to use the the slimmer uh, lens on me, but I yeah. think that's the oldest joke in the books when it comes <laughs> to a camera. So, uh, yeah. So I'm excited to see some of that stuff. Well, um, and, and the the I think the key point there is just we're evolving the yeah you know the podcast is uh we're hoping to continue it into the the new year and uh make some needed changes and uh, we appreciate everyone following and and uh hope that that continues to grow yeah and let's just right now take a moment to say thank you for watching for listening for interacting for talking to us about the podcast because if you didn't do that, we wouldn't have any, any reason to change for. Yeah, so absolutely. I think, um, I think, you know, we, we want more of you, those of you who have been with us along, along the journey, we want more of you. And that that's why we're trying to improve. That's right. Uh, that being said, we will be on air next week, mm-hmm. um, next Thursday at two. Um, but that will be our last show for the year. Yes. We're bound to have some fun. Yes. I bet. Um, but yeah, and then we'll be back uh, in January. Yes. Um, so let me see. Checking off my list here. Um, oh, speaking of evolving and change, uh, congratulations to you. Ah, well, thank yeah. you, thank you for that, Brian. For those of you who who didn't see the news this morning, Brian Pistol has been named uh, PR director for Arkansas Farm Bureau, and we are all very, very happy and and proud for him. So. Uh, yeah, congrats. Thank you. I guess Thank you for that. It's a few weeks ago, but we made it official today. Right, right. It's more official today, I guess, than, than it has been, but it's uh, I've been feeling it for a month. I've been, I've been <laughs> yeah. trying well, to pack up things. and Personally, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you've ever seen Brian's office, you know what a chore that was. <laughs> I, the thing that excites me the most are these new chairs you got us. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like you're in the job and you're like, hey, guys, we're getting new chairs. Yeah. Yeah, I made that. I made that happen. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I wish we had video of how that all came about. Yeah, yeah. right before this happened. <laughs> yeah, we did retire our old chairs. We saw these in the storeroom. We're That's like, right. Hey, why don't That's we? Right. Why don't we give ourselves an upgrade? <laughs> um, anything else that we should cover? It's on your mind. Well, um, 
seeing some of these here. One thing, yeah. uh, our winter commodity division meetings are going to be happening next month. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's important. Yes. Uh, they'll be at the uh, the Wyndham Riverfront Hotel uh, in North Little Rock. North Little Rock, yeah. January 31st. Uh, registration begins at 8.30 a.m. Yeah. There's a lot of good things that happen in those meetings mm-hmm. uh, every year. Um, really starts the ball rolling in a lot of ways with uh, a lot of our policy. Yeah. And, uh, I think John Bailey and his team, the commodity and regulatory affairs folks, can certainly shed more light on that. I know there's going to be a, a set of commodity meetings in the morning, a set in the afternoon. Yes. Um, but if you've got any questions, reach out to them and, yeah. and holler at them. But, yeah, yeah, as of now, January 31st at the Wyndham in North Little Rock, our Winter Commodity Division meetings. Um, there's an interesting event happening tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I think some, some folks from our team are going. This Arkansas Harvest Recap. Um, the, the invitation looks really fun. I mean, I, I saw it on Facebook earlier. Um, and it's just like, bring a lawn chair, drop your tailgate and come, let's have a chat about, um, the harvest season and how that went. And, and I think there's going to be coffee or hot chocolate and some yeah. treats out there too. But anyway, that's all going down tomorrow, uh, in Keogh on main street, uh, from noon to 3 p.m. So if you've got time tomorrow, uh, drop by Keo's. Isn't there a pie place in Keo? I think there is. Is it, it is. Matthew? Do you want to? Charlotte's. Yeah, that's it. Charlotte's. So it'd be an excellent time to grab a pie maybe for the next week for the holidays. Man. You're making me hungry already. I'm just saying. It is an episode of the podcast, so we had to bring up food. Always got to talk about food. <laughs> but uh, from what I understand, Seth Summerside is heading that up. Yeah. If you've got any questions, Seth, I do apologize, but I'll give you your phone number out because it's everywhere else, 501-590-6790. But I bet if you showed up in Keogh at noon on Main Street, you'd find it yeah. pretty easy. That's great. That's so, great. yeah. So that's happening tomorrow, too. Uh, I think that covers all of the order, order of business, just the... The non-newsy stuff, we'll say. That's right. That's right. Uh, so let's uh, open the show this week with some news from the Ab- Abandoned Pesticide Program. Uh, the Arkansas Department of Agriculture's Agricultural Abandoned Pesticide Program collected more than 500,000 pounds of unwanted pesticides in 16 counties during the 2022 collection events. Since 2005, Uh, That program has overseen the collection of nearly 6 million pounds of unwanted pesticides in counties across Arkansas. Participation in collection events is free and anonymous to farmers and other non-industrial landowners. The program is funded through pesticide registration fees. Uh, Pesticide collection events have taken place in every county in the state. Um, The Abandoned Pesticide Advisory Board selects county sites for collection events and moves locations by region within the state seasonally. Priority watersheds are a large consideration factor for the advisory board in choosing counties and regions for site collection. The program is conducted in cooperation with the University of Arkansas Cooperative Extension Service, Arkansas Farm Bureau, and the Arkansas Department of Energy and Environment. And I wanted to bring this up for because that's great news, cool program. But I also learned uh, through reporting on this that uh, our own Brandy Carroll sits on the board of this program. Really? So, yeah, so we're we're involved at that level, too. Well, and uh, I I love hearing stories like that because it's great. It's it's, uh, It just is further proof that, you know, 
um, farmers are concerned about the environment. Yeah. And, um, and they are willing to participate in the program. Yeah. That's great. It's a really great program and it seems like it's incredibly effective. So anyway. Well, um, <clears throat> next up we have some welcome news for, for the ag industry in Arkansas, bringing it back to the Arkansas Ag Department. Okay. Governor-elect Sarah Huckabee Sanders announced on Monday her plans to reappoint Arkansas Ag Secretary Wes Ward to his position. Based on reporting from Mike Wickline uh, at the Arkansas Depart- uh, Democrat Gazette, pardon me, Wes Ward has served as the Department of Agriculture's secretary since 2015 when Governor Hutchinson appointed him to that position. Mm. The Arkansas Department of Agriculture includes the Forestry Division, Livestock and Poultry Division, Natural Resources Division, and Plant Industries Division. Um, as you know, we report on a lot of their activities, and the titles are very long yeah, all exactly, the time. exactly. Uh, uh, it's always fun to read them. Uh, Sanders said Monday that Ward has done an excellent job growing the state's largest industry and developing relationships with the men and women who work in agriculture. Mm-hmm. As the state's agriculture secretary, and I'm excited that he will continue in this critical role for our state. Okay. She continued, he's also done the work over the last seven years while continuing to serve our nation in uniform, giving credence to his character and dedication. Mm-hmm. In addition to his duties as secretary, Secretary Ward currently serves in the Marine Corps Reserves as a detachment commander with the 1st Civil Affairs Group in Camp Pendleton, California. Oh, wow. And he's, yeah. uh, he's an all-around upstanding guy. Um, we are we are very thankful uh, that he has been reappointed. We're excited about this. He's been, absolutely he's been great to work with, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it personally. It's great. I know he he's he's so great. We we have a wonderful relationship with those folks, and and congrats, just congrats to Secretary Ward. As, um, as you can see by the long list of things that that we read off, he's over a lot. Yeah, uh, and uh, he does he does a great job. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, um, let's take a moment and step away from the news to hear about you can help cultivate safe roads in our state. Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment, especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans they may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads. You know, that's a great reminder of the importance of looking out for farmers and their equipment on roads all across the state. Uh, Thanks, farmers, for all you do year-round to keep us fed, clothed, and sheltered. We'll do our part to keep you safe. Yeah. Well, let's continue the news today with some stark data from uh, George Jarrett at Talk Business and Politics. 
Uh, he opens uh, this story with the blunt fact that Arkansas farmers lost billions of dollars in 2022 as weather and war impacted yield and costs. As farmers took to the field to plant crops, Russia invaded Ukraine, which threw the entire ag input market into upheaval. Uh, prices for fertilizer, fuel, and chemicals soared more than 50% higher in 2021 in some cases. This really set the tone for the growing year. Then, as we all remember, the growing season began with a very, very wet spring, which actually gave way to uh, one of the worst droughts on record by the beginning of the summer. Uh, side note, we ended up in a second drought <laughs> in the fall. But mm. the story goes on to report that Arkansas saw $171 million in losses, accounting for half of the total coverage purchased in 2022, according to Hunter Byram, extension economist for the University of Arkansas. Byram shared data that shows that 81% of the losses directly attributed to prevented planting. Uh, the drought took its toll, but Arkansas fared better than most states, in part thanks to our irrigation capabilities. Uh, but the drought problems didn't stop with the production impacts. Uh, farmers were hit hard with low river levels, with the Mississippi River dropping to a historic low, eventually closing traffic between Osceola and Greenville, Mississippi, dragging elevator prices down with it. As row crop farmers know, this all happened during the most crucial time of year, which is harvest. Mm -hmm. So several impacts there, all relating in the loss of billions of dollars for Arkansas farmers this yes. year. Yes, it was a tough year for that. And uh, ironically, as we sit here, yeah. we, uh, as we're recording this, it's our first day of sunshine that we've had. In what, How odd is that? Like yeah. two weeks. I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, it just felt dark around here, dark and wet, and uh, yeah, and we could have used some of that earlier in the year. Yeah, well, there's a ton more data in that story. Um, if you're interested, you know, check out Talk Business and Politics. Uh, look up George Jared's name, and you'll see that story. He's got a, a lot more data over about 21 versus 22 input prices, some forecasting into 23 prices, things like that. But anyway, wow. just wanted to share the high points of that. It's a, it's a really great, great story. Cool. Thanks for that. Uh, well, I'll round out our news then with some encouraging data from American Farm Bureau Federation and Morning Consult. Mm -hmm. After five years of outreach and education by farm groups, a new poll shows increased awareness and willingness to talk about the opioid crisis among rural adults compared to 2017. 60% says adults in their community are aware of the crisis and than they were five years ago. Mm. And nearly eight in 10 adults, 77%, report feeling comfortable having a conversation about opioids. Oh, yeah. The discouraging data in the survey results is that more rural adults believe there is a higher rate of opioid misuse in rural communities than in the rest of the country, urban and suburban areas, okay. compared to five years ago. Mm. While survey responses indicate that 40% of rural adults say it is easy for someone in their community to access a large amount of prescription opioids without a medical need, this is a 6% point de decrease from mm -hmm. 2017. Okay. Uh, survey results also reinforce the need for systemic solutions to the opioid crisis. Mm -hmm including increased access to addiction treatment programs and increased access to mental health care. 
as well as monitoring how much and how often doctors prescribe painkillers. The survey results of 2,000 rural adults was conducted by Morning Consult in October. Additional survey results are available at fb.org. Okay. Well, that is encouraging data. Um, And glad to see us hopefully turning that corner from a really dark time. And I hope so. Yeah. It is... uh, It's been very concerning. It's been a growing problem for for many, many years. Yeah, absolutely. I I know so many families that have been um, impacted heavily by this. Yeah. uh, Yeah, glad to to see us. Glad to see us making some some progress there. Yeah. Well, since we've wrapped up the news, that must mean it's time for this day in history. Yeah, uh, I do have a couple. Okay. Um, I think the biggest key one today... uh, this comes in the year 1791. Oh, Lordy mercy. <laughs> <laughs> this took effect uh-huh. this year, 1791, with Virginia. Um, they Virginia ratified it and made it official. The This document has 10, 1 through 10. Mm-hmm. Bill can, of Rights. There you go. Look at you. You know how much I was sweating because I'm like, look, <laughs> the more we do trivia, the more I'm going to look like a dummy and nobody's going to trust the news. That we well, you know, <laughs> I was trying to help spell it out. Yeah, it's, no, I appreciate so, that. Uh, Canada adopted yes. its national flag with the uh, the red maple leaf and the white background yeah. in 1964 on this day. Hmm. Younger than um, I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1966, this animated cartoon pioneer and movie producer died. Oh, Walt Disney? Okay. Disney. How about that? Uh, more Walt Disney news, because uh. uh, we've talked about him in here yeah. before. Uh, and the movie Gone with the Wind premiered in Atlanta, Georgia in this year. And the opening scene was filmed in? In... Was it in North Little North Rock? North Little Rock. How about the that? Old mill. The old mill. How about it? Uh, it was 1939. Okay. So, 1939. You know, that's that's yeah. what I got for you today. All right. So. Well, that's, 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 those are some good ones. I like that. Uh, well, that wraps up the news for this week. Let's do uh, Christmas trivia next week. Okay. How about that? Well, we are trying to kind of reinvent ourselves. Yeah, I like here, it. So, okay. You know, we All may right. change it up. All right. Let me change that. All right. Well, that wraps up the news for this week, as I, as I mentioned. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas AgCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Yes, and remember, you can catch the video production every Thursday at 2 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version later on iTunes or Spotify, and make sure you leave us a review when you have an extra couple minutes. Yeah, the Arkansas AgCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown. And me, Brian Pistol. And I think that'll wrap us up for this week. I think it does. All right. Thanks for being with us.